You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. Featuring the week's roundup of fashion news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. Hello, 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 all you fashionistas out there. Thank you for listening in and tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, Fashion 411. 411. <laughs> I am your host, Erica Garcia Rojas, and I am joined here by... Miss Courtney Stewart, everybody. What's up? Hope everybody is well on this Friday. It's rainy and gross in California. It is. We're not used to this weather. We're whining. Like, what do we do? It's it's drizzling. I know. <laughs> it's, it's drizzling and it's not 75 degrees. Yeah, I don't know what to do with myself. It's 60 degrees. And, and for us, trying to figure out what to wear. I know. I, like I was impossible. like, I can wear a sweater and not get hot and layer it. Yeah, so. I know. Well, I am your spicy Latina born and raised in L.A. and owner of Rally Babe Apparel. I am your go-to source for all things business and fashion. And I, Courtney, am your resident customer perspective. I'm always giving you ladies the view of the fashionista, shopaholic, shoeaholic, always shopping and looking for the best deals, which I have some for you guys today. Well, start us off, Courtney. All right. So uh, the lookbook today, we're going to go over some of the best budget shopping destinations online for you guys out there. Number one this week is Toby.com. That's T-O-B-I.com. They are offering free shipping and returns on all orders with no minimum purchase, which we love because we get tired of having to spend $50 to get our free shipping sometimes. Uh, Toby offers lots of trendy tops, bottoms, dresses, outerwear, accessories, and shoes. So it runs the gamut of everything you could possibly need. They have lots of cute new stuff and fun, fresh new things. Not necessarily things that you'll have forever, but things that you need in the now sometimes. And everything on that site is under a hundred dollars so we love that yeah, they've got some cute stuff cute fun stuff mm-hmm. that we keep in our closets year round so next up we have 50limes.com that's five zero limes l-i-m-e-s.com and they offer trendy clothing and lots of accessories for regular and for our plus size sisters out there who also want to keep up with the trends and keep it fashionable and fabulous and on this site there is nothing over $50. Oh. I did not realize that, but we have some awesome like tights, like printed tights and like printed sweaters and lots of cool different things on 50limes.com that you guys should definitely check out. Hmm. And number three this week is OutfitMe.com. It's actually Outfit-Me.com. And for those of you out there who struggle, like I did this morning, trying to figure out what to wear in the rain, you want somebody (laughs) else that specializes in putting together outfits. It's kind of like having your own stylist. They will put together trendy new looks from you for you from head to toe. And they also specialize in vintage styling. Um, They'll put a look together from their own inventory of pre-owned vintage. vintage, I can't say that word today. (laughs) Vintage and designer clothing. So for those of you who might be a little nervous about how to shop vintage and really find things that'll work for you, they'll put a whole outfit together for you. And many of the complete looks featured on their site cost anywhere from about $35 to $98. Hmm. So we're still rocking the under whole $100. Look? The whole look apparently. Wow. So I'm going to have to check that out. I actually haven't been there or heard of this I've site. Never so, heard now. Of it. so we need to check that out. Mm-hmm. Let us know guys out there if you check it out and see how you like it. Give it us a review. 
Next up, we have HumbleChic.com. And this is a fairly new site. It was launched in 2012 with the goal of offering a superior online boutique shopping experience at accessible price points, which, of course, we love. Uh, they launched pop shops in New York City last year, which became very popular with New York City fashionistas and recessionistas, those of us who struggled a little bit because the economy was not doing so well. Um, they carried limited quantities of the items to ensure that their customers don't get caught wearing the same item as the next person. So you don't have to worry about like eight. 1,800 different people wearing your clothes because they have a little bit of specificity to them. Um, the site is updated with new arrivals on a weekly basis, and they offer a free personal shopping assistance. So mm. you can get somebody else to help you find your clothes and put something together wow. if you're not feeling creative. <laughs> and last but not least this week, we have CuteTrendy.com. Known as the Cute Indie Clothing Marketplace, and they offer both vintage and new clothing, and their motto is that they appeal to trendsetters. So for all you fashionistas out there who want to be the first doing it, you can check out Cute Trendy and try to be one of the first rocking some of their gear. Um, you can shop for regular and plus-size clothing, accessories, and shoes, and every day they feature a new daily deal item and they are available at a, for a limited time at rock bottom prices so they offer deals every day check it out get it for an exceptionally low price usually under about 50 bucks and you'll be really excited i feel like there's so many of these yeah. kind of inexpensive clothing type websites popping up yes yeah. somebody talked about how we're the united states especially like we're like the not to be gross, but the vomit of all yes. of like clothing, everything, like because we go through clothes so much, so quick, all mm -hmm. the time. Like the the uh, the the bed for inexpensive, trendy, because we like that word, clothes is just enormous in this country. It is. I mean, we call it, when you're in the industry, it's called fast fashion. Yeah, because it's just you. It's quick. You you buy it, wear it a couple times, and you throw and it out. Done with it. And the quality it definitely suffers. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's it's good to have these options. But um, I do think the quality of everything, especially in apparel, has just gone down tremendously. And that's why lines like we talked about, like J. Crew, yeah, they can't compete. Mm -hmm. They gotta. You know, people are no longer spending a hundred and fifty, sixty dollars on a pair of jeans. They're not spending. $85 on a button-down t-shirt anymore, yeah. they're used to spending $25, $30. Well, the quality, it it's affected. It's true. And a lot of the manufacturing has to go overseas. It can't happen here in the U.S. No. If, you, if you're manufacturing anything in the U.S., you're gonna, the cost of that's going to be higher. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's, it's good in a way, but at the same time, It's kind of sad. I think mm -hmm. we do think lose so a little something from that and the care that people take with their clothes yes. and want to take with their clothes. And that goes to how we style ourselves. And I wonder if that itself is a trend that like for now we're just like into this like fast paced consumer culture thing that we're just doing. So everybody's got a new outfit every other day and the celebrity culture where they never wear the same thing twice. Mm -hmm. And this idea that as a person you feel like you can't wear the same thing twice. And I wonder if that will be something that's fleeting or if it's something that is here to stay. Well, it does seem like a lot of these sites are appealing to a younger demographic, sure. a much younger one, high school, college, mm -hmm. you know, post-college. Uh, as women get older, I just, they have more disposable income to spend on more expensive items. No. So they're not necessarily shopping in these websites. But, I don't know, we'll see. I think I think it's a little bit of a trend right now. I think no. a lot of these sites are going to come up and the strong ones are going to stay. But a lot of them are going to be out of business pretty soon. Fading so, away. Yep.
Well, All you right. got that for now, guys. Check it out. Okay, so we've got our beauty segment this week, yes, and I am beauty. back giving you guys tips and tricks on how to best save money on your makeup. And I have here, in my personal humble opinion, <laughs> the top 10 makeup uh, drugstore products. I, although I have a clothing line and my background <laughs> is fashion, I love makeup. And I spend a lot of time on makeup and I test makeup and I buy a lot of makeup and I am a big believer in the fact that you can buy really good high quality makeup in the drugstore. Uh, sometimes you've got to shift through it a little bit and um, I'm here to help you do that. So I am in no way affiliated with these brands or these products. I've never received them as gifts. Uh, they're all products I've purchased myself and researched and all that, but these are ones that I use and that I love. And um, first up, and I talked a little bit about this last week, is the uh, Wet n' Wild brand eyeshadows. So when it comes to eyeshadows, these eyeshadows are some of the best eyeshadows on the market. They rival MAC and Urban Decay, like the pigmentation, the quality. They completely rival uh, the quality there. Uh, Considering you can only you can buy them for two or three bucks a pop, so they're so inexpensive. How do you feel about color selection? Do you feel like it's a large range of colors? Is it just limited at certain times, but you get a good turnover to get new colors? You know, they always have new collections, mm -hmm. color collections coming out. I, in my experience, the limited edition collections are hit or miss. Okay. Some have the same quality that used to with like the constant collection that they always have there and some the quality isn't as there. Interesting. The collection that's just the staple collection that they always have, the color range that's a good point, Courtney. It's not as vast as you see in, in Mac or some of the other lines, but mm -hmm. it's enough. There's a lot of colors there. I mean there's, <laughs> there's something a lot. to work with. There's a lot okay. for any color, any skin tone, pretty much. And like you guys mentioned last week, uh, and this being BHL, for African-American women or for women that have darker skin tones, it's so important to have that pigmentation yeah. show up on your skin. And that is where Wet n' Wild Eyeshadows just performs brilliantly. So mm. uh, up next, and I talked about this last week as well, is a Jordana lip liner. You can find it at Walgreens. I don't know where else, but that Jordana line lip liners are awesome because they're retractable. You don't have to sharpen them. And the colors are great. And they're just awesome. They're cheap. They're, <laughs> they're like three or four dollars. Awesome. They're just amazing. I have, I'm wearing them right now. I'm actually wearing a lot of these products right now. But, um, so up next is Maybelline Lumi Concealer. So one of the big trends right now in makeup is the idea of highlighting and contouring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you highlight certain parts of your face and you contour certain parts of your face to add dimension and depth. And it really just brings out your features. So one of the products that is used in that is this Maybelline Lumi Concealer. Although it's titled as a concealer, a lot of makeup artists and a lot of just the makeup, you know, aficionados mm -hmm. are using it as a highlighting tool to actually apply oh, on nice. top of their concealer. So you apply your concealer first under the eyes. You can do them, um, certain different parts of your face, your cheekbones, and then you add that highlighter under the eyes, um, across, you know, your forehead, certain maybe underneath your eyebrows. And that's the Maybelline Lumi concealer and it acts as a great highlighting tool. 
Um, up next for foundations is Revlon foundations, particularly the na- Nearly Naked, the Color Stay Whipped, and the Color Stay foundations. These are fantastic foundations with a broad range of colors, and they uh, they just really perform like yes. high quality foundations. I can second that for the brown girls. Yes, <laughs> Their Color Stay foundations are great. Yeah. It does require, at least in my case, um, two different colors and mixing to get the right color because once they get a little bit darker it's kind of like it goes like really brown then just really dark Mm. so mixing it just makes it a little bit more my complexion but yeah they definitely work really well Mm -hmm. with brown skin and there's not that weird like ashen look afterwards and it lasts for quite a while it's good coverage and i like it a lot it does last the nearly naked has a lighter consistency and it's better for drier skin Mm -hmm. and uh, i i love that foundation because i have drier skin but the color stay and the color stay is intended for oily, more oily skin, and mm-hmm. the color stay whipped is more dry skin. But both the color stay they do last forever. I'm wearing the color stay whipped right now, and I I love that foundation. It really is just as good, if not better, than a lot of the high end. Yeah, for sure. Up next are some brushes. Uh, this is a line of brushes called Real Techniques brushes. You can actually find these at Bed Bath and Beyond. You can find these at Ulta. These are really excellent makeup brushes. They come in kits of eye brushes, face brushes. They're created by Samantha Chapman, which um, they actually have a really, really popular YouTube channel. They're British, and I it's a uh, now I'm blanking on the name of the YouTube channel. Uh, it's her and her sister. We'll dig it up. Yeah, I, I, I forget. I'll remember it by the end of the show. But anyways, their brushes are fantastic. They rival Max brushes, and they're like a quarter of the price. They're, it's called Real Tex- Techniques brushes. Same thing. Buy them at Bed Bath and Beyond, and you can use your twenty percent off coupon, which I love. Or Ulta, and they have coupons there mm-hmm. as well. All right, up next is Maybelline Define a Brow Eyebrow Pencil. This is a really awesome eyebrow retractable pencil that comes in different, you know, brown to black tones. And it's a really nice pencil because it's very fine and it allows you to draw in your eyebrows in that really fine kind of, you know, more structural way. Um, next is a line of uh, blushes from Milani. Milani's a newer makeup line. Hmm. What? Courtney made a face. What was that? Oh, no. I've oh. I've known Milani for quite some time, okay. actually. Yeah. Okay. And they have interesting makeup. Yes, yeah. they do, actually. But yeah. they have stepped up in the last year or so and come up with some really well-formulated uh, products. Their cool. blushes are really, really nice. One in particular is a shade that I love called Lumino- I think it's Luminoso Blush. But all the shades in their blushes are really fantastic. And they're a mineral-based oh. blush line. So they perform just really, really well. They're definitely a steal at the drugstore. It's funny you bring that up because I always see Milani and I love all their colors. Because back in the day, I used to use their nail polish yes, and so lipstick all the time. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought they always have great colors for nail polish and lipstick, but I wasn't in love with their makeup. And I always wonder, like, I literally was in CVS the other day and I'm like, should I try one? I don't yeah. know. So, like, I would now go back and try Milani. Try again. their blushes. Try their lipsticks. They have really good lipsticks now, wow. like you mentioned. Um, they also have some good eyeliners. Cool. Uh, actually, I like, this is not part of my top ten list, but there's an eyeliner there called Liquify Eye mm-hmm. of Milani's. It's a really nice black coal pencil so check that one out um up next is from l'oreal and this is an eyeliner and it's the 24 hour lacquer liner and it's one of those pot gel eyeliners that is very similar to the one at bobby brown tart has one mac has one i've used the uh, bobby i've used all the expensive ones and this l'oreal one 
is the bomb. It's better than all of those. I'm telling you, it has a darker pigmentation. It goes on smoother. The key with these these pot gel eyeliners is the brush. Yeah. And um, but this particular formula is awesome. And up next is a lipstick, and they're the Maybelline Vivid lipsticks. These are really high pigmented lipsticks. They're they're for for a drugstore lipstick. They just perform brilliantly. I have them on right now. I have the hot plum color, but they come in a bunch of really bright, bright colors, cool. and they're very, very pigmented. So um, for you African-American women out there, I know that's, you know, that looks beautiful on that type of a skin tone. And last is mascara, and I love getting <laughs> mascara from the drugstore because you can, you have to throw it out after a couple months, yep. and it's just something just doesn't make sense to spend money on. One particular, well, Maybelline has fantastic mascaras. CoverGirl is coming out with some great, the Clump Crusher mascara, but one mascara that I love is from L'Oreal, and it's a newer mascara, but it's called the Lash Out Butterfly Mascara, and it just makes your lashes so, I'm wearing that right now, well, plus some false eyes, but um, it just makes your lashes so thick, and it gets every single little one, because that's a really mm-hmm. unique brush. brush, so definitely always buy your mascara from the drugstore. For sure. Don't even, I mean, I know the Dior Show mascara is really nice, but like still, uh-uh. for no. 20, I, I don't know how much they charge for Dior Show, but. I'm pretty sure it's like 20. 22, 24, 20, yeah. really? No, go to the drugstore, get a mascara that's like $8, $8. get it on sale for like 6 and you're, exactly. you're good. <laughs> or sometimes it's like two for one or all that. So, <laughs> ladies, go to the drugstore and get your mascara and get a lot of your makeup there because you'll save money. And you'll be able to buy more. You'll be able to buy more colors and experiments yeah, and all that. Try so, lots of things. Yeah. So that's my makeup segment for you guys this week. And now up next, I've got your style news for you for uh, this week, February 7th. First up, Glamour Magazine gets a makeover. So the ever-popular Glamour Magazine is the latest Condé Nast publication to get a makeover just in time for its 75th anniversary. New features include Step Into My Office, focusing on successful businesswomen, as well as a monthly feature on designers. Editor-in-Chief Cindy Levine is excited about the makeover and her work with Artistic Director of Condé Nast, Anna Wintour. She says, in terms of Glamour, it's been like a great, really positive collaboration and, you know, Obviously, I avail myself of her counsel on things like photography and fashion because how lucky are we to have an artistic director who happens to know more about fashion than anyone in the universe? (laughs) She understands the brand DNA of glamour. She's got vast experience and incredible wisdom about fashion photography. And that's according to Women's World Daily. Well, all righty then. Yep. And uh, 75 years. I know. For Goodness. A, that's a long that's time a for long a magazine. That's a long time for a magazine, especially a fashion. Mm-hmm. Well, not even fashion. That's Glamour's kind of like. It's everything. It's lifestyle. It's like everything lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Taylor Swift is on the cover. She looks really pretty. If you guys, oh, once again, follow us on Instagram, BHL Fashion 411. You can follow along with all the photos there. And uh, she looks really pretty and cute in the uh, in the picture. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Glamour Magazine, it's funny because I just did not renew my subscription to Glamour. <laughs> and so now I'm like, well, maybe I've got to check out. Maybe you should. Check it out again. New... Yeah, to see what it's all about. Because I was just getting way too magazines. Yeah. Too many magazines, yeah. you know. I, I downsized to two. Uh, yeah, I, I downsized to Vogue, Well, three, technically. Vogue and Style and People Style Watch. Those okay. Are my three. Those are your three? Yeah. See, I love Allure because I love makeup, even mm-hmm. though technically fashion is my business. I still love makeup. <laughs> I love in style for mm-hmm. fashion. And Glamour was another one I had. I had Mary Claire, too. 
And what was the other one? Um, Lucky. Oh, yeah. So I got rid of Glamour and Lucky. Oh, it's tough, man. I know. Now I kind of want Glamour again. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. (laughs) Up next, Zach Posen and David's Bridal has a collaboration. So Zach Posen's new line for David's Bridal is hitting stores this week. The collection includes seven pieces and is quintessential Posen. Ultra-feminine silhouettes, fish stall hemlines, and lots and lots of corsets. So the photo that we have here that you guys can follow along on Instagram – is a it's beautiful. It I mean, is, the dress is like gorgeous. Wow. Yeah, when I looked online, I was like, oh. Do we know the price points? I don't, um, and I wasn't able to find them when I looked. Because David's bridal I, bride is yes. a very budget bride. That's sort of like all the, the Target idea. collaborations. So this, and you can get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously can't see it up close, but that looks amazing. It looks gorgeous. And I have a few girlfriends getting married. I already did, so I'm <laughs> done there. But I'm going to be encouraging them just to go to David's Bridal, just so I can see. For sure. That's great branding yeah. for David's Bridal because they've kind of gotten a like a bad reputation. Yeah, we're kind of like uh, David's Bridal. Yeah. Did you get like if anyone says, and I hate to say this because I'm all about budget shopping. Yeah. We're all about that here at Fashion 401. But if you say you got your dress from David's Bridal, you're like, mm-hmm. why did you do that? Yeah, or it's like something like you don't say you did, even though you did. Exactly. But uh, yeah, well, I mean. In my opinion, I, I did go when I went to get married just to check it out, yeah, just to check out from a bridesmaids, and I was pretty disappointed by the quality and by the styles and yeah. all that, but maybe they're stepping it up a notch with this collaboration. Well, it appears that way, because mm-hmm. Zach Posen makes some wonderful stuff. Yep, so. they do. All right, so up next, American Apparel's newest lingerie model is 62-year-old Jackie O. Shagnessy, I'm totally butchering that, <laughs> a gorgeous woman who looks, whose body looks better than many half her age. The retailer revealed the photo on Instagram with a caption, sexy has no expiration date. The silver-haired beauty was discovered at a New York City restaurant by scouts for the brand. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she was fully clothed, and they were like, yes, let's get you in your underwear. Yeah. Nice. And she's got long, silver, gray hair. Yeah. So. I, I appreciate this move. I hope it just continues to expand to see, like, and I'm not, believe me, I'm not one to be like, oh, I hate airbrushing. On a certain level, I like airbrushing, because mm-hmm. if I was photographed, I want to look my best. Yes. But I think we've, like, gone, like, way too far. Like, we're changing people's faces. I was just looking at the... Uh, was it Glamour or Elle that uh, did the covers with, there was three different women and Mindy Kaling was on one of them and there was a big controversy oh. about her picture was black and white yes. and all that kind of stuff. But outside of that, the racial issues around that, her face wasn't her face. Like when you opened the layout, it was like completely shaved and, and she looks like a different person. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to see not only different women of all ethnic backgrounds but also of all ages, because there are so many hot women. Like, and you want to feel like you're going to be hot continually yes. as you yeah. get older. So it's aspirational for sure. It, to for see sure, that. at this point, and we have a whole freaking baby boomer generation that is still viable and working and buying clothes and buying underwear mm-hmm. and buying lingerie and all kinds of things. So I would think that it would make sense that we continue to build the catering to everyone, not just yeah skinny. And perfect. I agree. I mean, I don't think this is going to be something American Apparel is going to do often, but I applaud the direction that they're taking. For sure. Uh, I've never been, I've, I have in past campaigns and certain things they've done, I, I've not always agreed with what American Apparel yeah. has done, but uh, I like Aren't this. they like known for using kids, like really young yeah. people? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and this goes along the lines of what we talked about last week with... Uh, 
uh, Ari, the line that... Oh, uh, was it Ari? I think it was Ari. I can't remember who it was, but they have photos that are un- retouched, which yes. is awesome. And I, I love that idea as well. So hopefully we're going into a more all-inclusive and, and a more open open space when it comes to picking models for and a lot of the popular brands and advertising exactly. and all that. Okay, so up next, we've got a fashion blogger under attack for offensive photos. Popular fashion blogger Rachel Nagunian is in hot water over her recent outfit of the day shoot in a Jewish mausoleum. The 23-year-old blogger posted the pictures on the 59th anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz with this campaign. Quote, the contrast of finding myself in a place I never want to be and an outfit that I will wear for the rest of my life is slightly disturbing. But that's what you get when you hang out with kids and their trends and want to explore anything and everything around. That, though, is a refreshing perspective that you lose as you grow up. Thank you for my, reminding me what it feels like to generally not give a F. And she wrote F, the, the whole word. <laughs> After her post went viral, she received numerous comments expressing just how offensive her shoot was. Nagoyan, realizing the errors of her ways, immediately made an apology. She said, quote, in my last post, since removed, I posted pictures of myself posing in a cemetery with an F it attitude. I owe everyone a big, humble apology. This was a bad idea in general. But it also turned out to be really poorly timed. I thought I was being fun and irreverent at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery near my home, not thinking much about the denomination of the graves behind me but more so my frustration with the fashion blogging community i had no idea when posting that this is that it was intentional holocaust remembrance day and that's on me i'm ashamed of my own ignorance and insensitivity so that's unfortunate I know. Oh, it's like i don't want to laugh but it's kind of like oh that it's was like, just dumb it's just dumb yeah it it's was just dumb. dumb it was dumb because yeah I, I do feel that her Apology was sincere, and it 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 goes on a lot longer. Yeah. And she goes on about you know how she's gonna, uh, you know she apologizes to everybody, and you know she promises to educate herself and all that. I do feel her apology was sincere. Versus last week when we discussed that fashion shoot the lady chair with the lady chair, <laughs> and then we had the social link of her apology. Yeah. It just didn't seem as sincere. I do feel she's sincere. I do re- mm-hmm. think that she actually really did not know it was Holocaust Remembrance Day, and she was probably posted it and got the comments. And was like, oh my god. Yeah. However, though, there is a responsibility in a way to. I understand the. The fine line between wanting to stand out, wanting to create unique images, but there's a fine line between that and then being offensive. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I would like to... The, it sounds sincere. The apology mm-hmm. sounds sincere. And I would like to give the benefit of the doubt that she had no idea. But then there's that other part of me that thinks you're a blogger. You yes. got all these hits from that. You totally knew what you were doing because you knew what day it was. And we're like, oh, this will be cool. Let's see what people have to say about this. And that part of me does not go away. Like that maybe you actually did know and you just slipped it in there to see how much attention you would get. And so you think she did know? I think it's very possible that she did know. And, <laughs> but I would prefer to believe the apology and that she was mm-hmm. just being dumb and what have you but I, there's no way to know obviously um but it, it does it completely goes back to the idea that if you are in this world of putting yourself out there essentially and wanting to express yourself through art that everything you do especially with images means something yeah. like and you have to pay attention and if that's not and there i mean there's no way for you to know every single possible way you're going to offend somebody i'm not saying that but 
you have to be ready to know that something may come at you if you're not on top of your game the way that maybe you should be. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. And then this is the kind of image that definitely gives fashion bloggers a bad name because I think they're already seen as a little bit narcissistic, Mm self-absorbed and all that. But to be insensitive to something like this, it's like, is there nothing sacred? You know, is nothing sacred in the world of selfies and photos and all that? It's not. There's nothing sacred about it anymore. And it's, it's one of those things, like, could you have not... Like, she's expressing that she's having this moment, that she's in this place where all these people have lost, mm-hmm. been lost or passed away. And she's in this outfit that she'll be wearing forever. And, like, it's just, it, at no moment did you think maybe this was a moment of sort of... Serenity and peace. Serenity and peace and reflection or, or, or like, because your poses are obviously not yeah. <laughs> communicating that. So the fact alone that you're at a cemetery, like, should have been some sort of level of respect respect that you obviously but as she said she was excited about her friends giving her the i don't give a f attitude or whatever she was talking about yeah. i don't know that's ridiculous yeah i think that see i because i don't i don't think she realized the whole uh, it being the you know the remembrance day and all that however i where i falter is that it's just blatant disrespect to pose in a cemetery like no. this so you know, I mean, she knew it was a cemetery. She knew you knew that much. She knew that much, That's and true. she didn't give an f about that. But no. anyway, so all so right. Um, last but not least, popular retailer J Crew is retracting its statement. So last week, what? we reported that CEO of J Crew, Mickey Drexler, was planning on lowering their prices and promising friendlier prices coming out this spring. However, J. Crew came out this week to clarify Drexler's statement. They said, quote, we are simply maintaining a balance of pricing across the board and better communicating to our customers what we have and why it is worth the price it is. Emphasis for us is always on the quality and design at the best possible price. So there you go. They're not actually lowering the prices. Not They're just actually. justifying why their prices are what they are. Oh, that's well, un- well, maybe I not think it's good. I think I we think have so, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, we have so many of these websites cheap that have cheap stuff. fashion. Yeah, like I like J. It Crew, need and to be J. Crew. you know, it's fun to go there yeah. and try and score a deal when they have sales. <laughs> exactly, it makes you feel good about spending thirty five dollars on something that was originally one hundred and forty dollars, mm-hmm. as opposed to spending thirty five dollars on something that was no. thirty five dollars and, we and probably worth three dollars. And we were definitely concerned about the quality change mm-hmm. and all of that. So it's 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 pleasant, yeah. I guess. It makes sense. Yeah, I understand. So. All right, so Courtney, what do you got for us for our hot, 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 hot mess? mess. Our well, favorite segment. Our favorite segment this week, and uh, last weekend obviously was the Super Bowl, and yes. it was the wackest game ever. If you guys <laughs> checked it out, um, but uh, whack or not, there were red carpet moments and blue carpet moments and purple carpet moments. Some were good, some were strange. So we're gonna check out a couple of those looks for this week. First up, we have back in the. Public Eye, Miss Lil Mama, <laughs> who we've had on our Hot or Hot Mess a couple times now. And she was rocking a very interesting outfit at the Maxim party. This was like a multicolored skirt set with a jagged asymmetrical hem. And uh, the jacket was a boxier jacket. And she was wearing this navy blue crocheted bustier top and a new blonde wig that apparently she styled and cut herself. Mm. So she's gotten rid of the green hair. She's rocking some booties. Some black booties with this outfit. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what was going on with the outfit. The bustier was actually cute when she took the jacket off. The bustier was adorable. Um, but I, 
I don't know what decade. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I want it to be like, oh, it's colorful and she looks mm-hmm. fun and young, but I just don't. Not feeling it. You know, I actually think the outfit would look cute if she would take off her jacket. Like you said, I haven't seen photos of mm-hmm. her with the jacket off with just a boussier and the skirt and, and something different with the shoes. I like the idea of a booty, but the black booty against the, the outfit yeah, just looks maybe it's some kind of a nude or a gray or something kind of boot booty heel type thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think... Because it is playful. It is a Super Bowl. So yes. she's trying she to be playful fun. and all yeah. that. But I think that, and if she would have done something with her hair, like maybe put it up, put it in a ponytail, mm-hmm. put it or in a bun, a messy bun, I think it would have looked like there was more style, style to it. To now, it. it just looks like she found like this matching weird like, suit. skirt suit <laughs> thing <laughs> and threw a bustier on it to look sexy and called it a day. Yeah, and I hate the hemline. Like, I don't, yeah. I just, I don't know why it feels dated because I can't really place it in the spectrum of fashion life, but I just hate that it's the asymmetrical. random carpet stuck together yeah. quilting. Like, I didn't get it. So, yeah. anyway. Hot mess. I do prefer the blonde hair to the green hair, so that was a good thing. <laughs> step up. That was a step up. Next up, we have Rockin' Blonde again. Uh, Mrs. Shanti, who's trying to be back on the scene and got her new album coming out, and she was wearing an interesting little outfit also. She was wearing a custom fur that, if you can't really see the detail in this picture, uh, she it was a custom brown fur, but it was lined with this like python print what I assume is supposed to be leather, but in pictures looked very much like pleather and mm. was not so attractive in my opinion. And she was rocking this like bra top that was from, oh, where did I lose my spot? It was a dimes only is the company, Arabic bra top. It's basically just, it looks like a cutoff tank top bra top with Arabic writing on it that I don't know what the Arabic writing means, but it was interesting and and an interesting choice under your fur. And she was wearing some rag and bone jeans and St. Laurent pumps, black pumps. And she was posing like she was doing it. But mm-hmm. again, I'm just like, I know it's Super Bowl, but I don't like it. No. <laughs> I think that like the it. fur is kind of cool in the sense that it makes sense for the situation. Yes. It was in New York. It's it was cold. cold. So the fur is kind of a glam, kind of fun way yes. to dress up your look. I can't really tell too much in the picture, but I think she actually looks kind of cool. Like, just from this photo, looking at it, her jeans, I mean, her body looks good. Her hair and makeup looks pretty. That's a, I'm glad you said that. Two shouts out to Miss Ashanti because she is obviously working out yeah, real hard to get back in shape because her waist, there was one photograph with the offer off and the bra top is very skimpy and she, the waist is tiny, tiny and on yeah. point. I just, I mean, I like the idea of a fur. I just think that that pleather lining thing just ruined it for me completely yeah. I don't know what was going on and it was a weird combination with a black and white like it just didn't make sense to me I didn't understand it but I like the jeans heels. what about the shoes guys it looks like she's on house arrest <gasps> I think she looks great except for the shoes the shoes why they're would just, you have a problem with the shoes they're just black pumps, just pumps. the ankle thing kind of just throws me off I think that's part of the jeans yeah I don't know. Overall, it just doesn't work completely for me. Yeah. Like It's like you almost got there, but you didn't quite. But I also like the bob thing going on. She's yeah, got the shorter hair, pretty. and it's blonde. It looks pretty. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, there were some men rocking some interesting fashion at the... <laughs> Tay Diggs is up next, guys. And he was at the Playboy party at the Bud Light Hotel Lounge. And he was wearing his 
signature hat. He's got a hat on all the time. It's a tan fedora in this picture. And he was wearing a big, thick, lush navy knit scarf, which kind of made me miss the East Coast because everybody had their jackets and their scarves. And I love that. Um, And he had on a chocolate suede overcoat and these dual like color denim but it was like the denim insert into a darker denim so it was strange but it wasn't symmetrical like one side is longer one insert is longer than the other it's so weird and there's like a the way they did it it looks like a darker cuff around his ankle which is interesting um and then he wore tan lace up boots and those circular eyeglass frames that he's been wearing all the time right now I don't know how to feel about this one. <laughs> like, the thing with Tay Diggs is all he has to do is smile, and he just and looks adorable. Because he has that, like, megawatt white perfect against that chocolate smile. skin, and he looks beautiful, but, yeah. But it looks like he's wearing a pair of pants that was a sample that was created, where they were trying to create some kind of style, and they messed up, and they're like, oh, wait, here, we'll just give him to Tay Diggs, and, like, he wears it. It just looks like it was a mess up, and I, I don't understand why he's wearing it. I think other than, well, and... And, and and the fact that he's like matching his hat to his shoes that was a bit much. That was like oh gosh, yeah. it's like something like a seven year old would do. You yeah. know, it, it's just I think the the jacket's cool, the scarf's cool, his smile's great, even the glasses look good, and the hat, everything. I think do up from the waist up, he looks fine. Steven, would you wear this? Not the pants. <laughs> yeah, no, those pants are gotta go. The pants gotta go. So again, he didn't quite make it, but no. almost. Uh, next up. We have a sexy, hot Miss Alessandra Ambrosio, and she was wearing Alexander Vautier, who did Rihanna's yellow gown from Mm. last week that we saw at the pre-Grammy party. This was a second skin burgundy leather mini with weaving detail, and like I said, it was the same designer from Rihanna's dress last week. So I thought she looked hot. I was a little scared about the length because it was looking real crotch close. Real crotch clothes. Um, but I like the dress just because I thought it was an interesting aesthetic compared to what Rihanna wore mm-hmm. last week. I mean, she's gorgeous. And it is appropriate. It's a football. Yes, a lot football of men. party, a lot of men. You know, it's like if if, if she's going to wear anything, she's going to wear this. Yes. It's Victoria's Secret model. It's it fair. makes sense. I don't know about the shoes. They're a little like the black is kind of harsh against yeah. the dress. I would have liked to have seen a little more of a stylistic type of a shoe Mm -hmm. because the dress itself I mean she looks hot she looks gorgeous but a little more style to it with the shoes maybe yeah I didn't feel like she did very much there was no I need some jewelry and I know but then it becomes kind of trashy though don't you think I know well it could depending on what jewelry you use but I just feel like because granted I know we're at the Super Bowl but it's not like red carpet where you have to worry about like Mm -hmm. you can be a little flashy because it's the Super Bowl and you can have a little more fun and I just feel like it was the crotch was almost coming out and then everything else was naked and it just I was like can I get a I don't know just a bracelet or a good (laughs) ring something Something. I don't know it just feels really bare but I do love the detail of the dress it was very intricate and it fit her Perfect. Like a glove. Supermodel she is. And speaking of supermodels, the chocolate supermodel star himself, Tyson Beckford, was on the red carpets. Mm -hmm. He was at the Rock Nation Sports Party at the 4040 Club in New York City, and he was rocking a... An outfit, and it was a white tuxedo jacket with plaid pants and these velvety gray loafers and black motorcycle gloves and a bow tie. Uh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> what the hell? I was so confused. Yeah, <laughs> and he's a model. He he should know how to dress. I mean, he's got the access to all. I guess all these people have access to all the best clothes. But I kind of I do like the pants and the shoes. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, but, but why not the jacket. That jacket? 
With the bow tie? I was hoping somebody... At I thought, the was Super Bowl you, party? Yeah, I was hoping you explained, like, maybe there's a trend I didn't know about. Oh, I like, why? Would, why would he put the tuxedo jacket on? He looks like no a uh, newscaster that's only going to be seen from the waist up. <laughs> or he looks like a waiter. <laughs> like, with the white jacket? Like, no. And he's so beautiful. I know. I like your glasses, Tyson. I like the glasses, actually. I and mean, I, I like the, the, the face, beard, the, the facial face. hair. The, well, the face, of course. <laughs> and then the facial hair, which is very nice. He's but, so gorgeous. Why is he dressing like this? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I, I, I was going to be like, oh, he got off his motorcycle. Yeah, but you no. have... No, it doesn't make any sense. Why didn't he have on, like, a motorcycle? A hot jacket know. like that? Or something. Yeah. Pants are cool. Know. And yeah. the little red socks peeking out. I like the red socks. Mm-hmm. The shoes almost make me look at the bottom and think... He's wearing pajamas yeah, and slippers, I mean, yeah. so that was almost a problem for me. But anyway, it didn't work. So unfortunately, this week, hot it sounds like nobody was hot. Everybody was kind of a mess. Yeah. Ashanti was the closest, I guess, out of everyone. Yeah. No, no, Alessandra. Alessandra. She, she was, was our closest yeah, to being she's hot. She's a hot. She's a hot. She worked it out. So last but not least, we want to talk about the person we're keeping our eye on this week for Style Watch. Also hanging out at the Super Bowl. She was at the ESPN event. It's Miss Tika Sumter. And she's rocking a Laquan Smith light pink mini dress with silver trim detail and nude pointy toe stilettos. And the girl had a new wig on, honey. And it was all the way down to her butt. And it was very Diana Ross. And I know everybody ain't going to love it, but I loved it. I like it. I think it was hot. She was hot. She looks like Black Barbie, like, goddess. And her skin was chocolate and smooth and shiny. Her legs are toned to perfection. This skirt and this dress was like just right like it was on her like fit perfect tailored very well and she looked amazing and she's been on the circuit she's been uh promoting her show the have and have nots on own which is that who because i don't know i'm not familiar yeah with her. she's so currently she? she's currently on the have and have not she's okay. the star of the show on own um it's a tyler perry show she is also starring alongside kevin hart in the film um that i just lost the name of but it's been number one at the box office for the last three weeks so she's kind of having her she started on soap operas and actually on gossip girl she had a run um okay. so she's kind of slowly been building slowly been building and now her show is doing amazing on own and she's got this movie that she's been in and it's been doing she's right along doing real well. right along thank you sweetie <laughs> <laughs> shout out to tim story i apologize i forgot um but yeah so she's been around she's been doing the talk show circuit and she's been looking really really nice and she's gorgeous girl yeah. i love the hair changes because she literally had a short straight bob two days before this mm. and now she's got the big flowing hair for the Super Bowl and I loved it. So, awesome. shout out to Sumter. We love you and you're doing it fabulously well. Alright, so I think that That's wraps up the show for this week, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We will have Deanna back with us next, next week. week. And Courtney, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. And I am your host, Erica Garcia Rojas, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at IamEGR. Until next week. Bye, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Christian, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.